0: And today I get to welcome back Jack Klumpenhauer. Jack is the author of a fantastic book called Show Them Jesus, Teaching the Gospel to Kids. If you want a book that will help you know how you can teach the Bible in a way that always points to Jesus, I can't recommend this book enough. It's called Show Them Jesus, Teaching the Gospel to Kids. Jack's also co-authored the book called The Gospel-Centered Parent. And you can learn more about Jack at his website, jackklumpenhauer.com. Jack and his wife have been married for 20 years. They have two children and live in in beautiful, sunny Colorado. It
1: is sunny most of the time.
0: <laughs> it's <Jack>. sunny today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to have you back on the podcast, Jack. What verses do you have yeah, for us thanks. today? So I have
1: uh, Matthew 4, verses 8 through 10. What it is, is the, uh, the very end of the incident where Jesus went into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. It says, uh, again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, I will give you all these things if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus told him, go away, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve only
0: him. So, Jack, what's the setting for these verses? It sounds like it's the middle of a conversation. It's in the middle of the book of Matthew. Bring us up to speed here. Okay,
1: well, Matthew, uh, a lot of folks will know, it it tells about Jesus, tells about Jesus while he lived on the earth, the Son of God who became man. And Matthew wants to show us, it says in chapter one, that Jesus came to save us from our sin. That's our big problem. The sin we do, the sinful way we are, the sin all around us, sin. So if Jesus is going to save us from our sin, he had to beat the devil, He had to not sin himself, even though he was tempted in every way, just like we are. No other person had ever come and ever lived without sinning. No one else ever could live without sinning. But then Jesus came. So Matthew, right at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, shows us that Jesus is going out to beat the devil, Hmm. to not sin even though he's tempted. So the Spirit sends Jesus into the wilderness. To prove he'll beat the devil, there are three temptations. The first one is turn these stones into bread. The second one is throw yourself off the temple and have the angels come and save you. When when I teach these lessons, like in a Sunday school class, we have long discussions about those first two temptations and why they would even be bad things to do. Right, bread. Because it isn't always so obvious. They, they're very tricky temptations. And then we get to this last one. I think it's very easy to look at this one and say, well... That's an easy one. Mm -hmm. Of course you shouldn't bow down and worship the devil. Everybody knows that's obviously wrong to bow down and worship the devil. (laughs) Jesus would never bow down to worship the devil. So that was an easy one for Jesus to not worship the devil. I think we're completely wrong when we think that way. Hmm. I think that's actually the hardest temptation he said no to. Hmm. I think it comes at the end because it's his greatest achievement in saying no to the devil. Hmm aside from maybe staying on the cross way later in the, in, in the book of Matthew. So um, I know you're
0: not going to leave it there, so why do, you, <laughs> why do you think that? Well, think
1: back to the very first sin ever, Garden of Eden, right? Sure. Adam and Eve ate fruit from the tree that God said not to eat from. Now, in that case, there's only one thing they're not allowed. There are all these trees in the garden. They can eat from any of them. God said one thing, don't eat from that. Now, that sounds easy. Mm-hmm. But that one thing still got them to sin when they saw it. Mm-hmm. That passage tells us Eve saw. She saw that the fruit looked good. She saw it's yummy to eat. It, it can make me wise. It was right there. She's looking at it. And she took it and ate it. And and, and you see, temptation is very powerful when the thing that tempts you is, is right there and you can see it. Mm-hmm. Because I, I can sit here, I can say to you that I'm not going to be greedy, and I mean it. But when I see, I see just that one little thing, I'm, I, I'm, I'm at a birthday party, they're serving chocolate cake. There are two pieces of chocolate cake. One I get to take, the other will be left for someone else. I guarantee you, I know which one of those pieces of chocolate cake is a little bigger a little better. <laughs> And I want the better one. It's easy. Just just quickly, just take it. It's easy. That's, that's one little piece of cake. That's one little fruit for Eve. I see it. I want it. Now, Jesus, it was not a little thing. Not a little thing he saw. Somehow God let the devil show Jesus everything. Jesus can have it all. He just needs to quickly do one little thing. And Jesus said no. Okay, None of us have ever faced that big a temptation because we've never seen that much. We've never had it right in front of us for the easy taking. It's stunning. It's amazing that Jesus said no. It shows me how holy it is and, you know, how much he gave up to be my savior and and just how completely
0: he crushes the devil. So Jack, you're saying that like the temptations we we can see with our eyes have a real pull on our hearts. So why is it that God doesn't give us um, good things to see, pictures, uh, why doesn't he show us? you know, heaven or the new heavens and the new earth. Instead, he's given us words, things to listen to. How does that go together?
1: (laughs) You know, my first instinct in responding to that is that he does show us, maybe not visually, but he has shown us Jesus. He's shown us himself in that way. Um, As sinful people, I don't think we're ready to fully see with our eyes the complete glory of God.
0: Yeah, that is really helpful. One day we will see when he's made us ready to see with our eyes. Yeah, there's there's there's
1: the talk of we, we will see his face mm-hmm. uh, at, at the end of the book of Revelation. Uh, which, you, if you look at the whole Bible, is, is just talk that ought to flabbergast us. Because if there's anything we've learned all through the Bible is that no man can see God's face and live. But, but, it is what we're meant for. It's our destiny in some way.
0: Yeah, and I guess if we saw things now, we'd wonder if we're doing it because we really love him and trust him or because we just see that with our own eyes. And we kind of would, I think we'd wonder about our motives. Yeah. And part of life in this world is to live by faith, um, you know, and to know that the
1: devil is beat because the devil is going to accuse me. Hmm. And this passage, this passage where, where, where I can point to, to the fact that Jesus is a winner
0: is, is incredible ammunition When the devil comes at me. Yeah, so I was going to ask you about that. How does Jesus' temptation relate to us today? Well, you know, there's so many ways. Um, A a couple of
1: them. One is, one thing the devil does is he's the accuser. He's called the accuser in scripture. Okay? And he'll come to me, he'll say, you are a sinner who failed. You are a failure. You are going to be condemned. I got you. Okay? Now, based on this passage, I can say back to the devil... Oh, yes, I'm a sinner. But I belong to Jesus, who never sinned at all. Hmm. Jesus is perfectly not guilty. I belong to him. I'm counted not guilty, too, because I'm in him. You can't accuse me. Hmm. Or, Or the devil tempts me to sin. Go ahead. You should sin. I tell him, wait, 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 but I belong to Jesus. And guess what? Jesus proved he has complete power. He can say no to you every time, every temptation, no matter how big, no matter how huge. And because I belong to Jesus, God gives me power to say no to you too. I don't have to do that sin. I'm not going to do that sin. I have Jesus' power at work in me. Hmm. It's another answer to the devil. You know, the devil says, sooner or later, I'm going to get you. Sooner or later, I'm going to get you to sin. You should be discouraged. Hmm. I say, no, 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 no. The real story of what's going to happen later is you're going down forever. Hmm. Jesus. Jesus beat you. Jesus is someday going to put you in place where you can never tempt me again. You are the loser, devil. Jesus is the winner. I belong to Jesus. We, we need to know that Jesus has crushed the devil. Hmm.
0: That is so helpful, not just for knowing what happened then in Jesus' lifetime on earth, but for helping us in our lives now. So thank you for that, Jack. Jack, it's always great to have you on the podcast. Would you just close our time by praying this verse for all of us? Father, will you help us when we're tempted? Will you help us
1: to know that in Jesus, we have won? Will you help us to know we're forgiven? Will you help us to know that we are able, we have the power to resist in Jesus? Will you help us to know the temptations we face will not last? Will you make us strong that way and uh, help us to uh, to live for you in, in, in real victory
0: because of Jesus' victory? Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.